And what is going on, everybody? It is Jamie Shaw here again on the Absolute Basketball Podcast. We are here. Uh, this is week six, I believe, of the podcast. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you and everything. Uh, got a ton of interviews that are lined up. I may drop an extra podcast next week. Uh, but today was a big day. Obviously, we dropped the Rivals 150. We had a couple of top 150 guys who committed as well. Um, and then we're going to go into what I saw last weekend in Philly um, with, the, uh, with the Big Shots event in Philly that I went to. Uh, this past week. So we're going to jump into the, uh, to the commitments that we had. Then I'm going to dive into these rankings, go through a little bit of the inside, peel back the layers a little bit so you can see uh, some conversations to what went inside uh, with the Rivals 150, the new 2021s that we dropped, and then go into uh, last week in Philly. But before we get into all that, if you would please go ahead, uh, subscribe to this channel, wherever you're listening to it at. If you would please rate it five stars as well. And if you would go ahead and um, – comment below uh, in the comments i want to hear i want to hear from you i want to hear what you thought about the rankings i want to hear what you thought about the content that i delivered today i want to hear your opinions and i want to hear also what topics you want to hear me cover i mean this is this is kind of a, a, a high school national level recruiting uh slash college podcast and all things included within the um within that so please uh Please let me know. Please let me know who you want to hear about, what you want to hear about. If there's any school that you like, you want me to talk about their, um, you know, their class coming in and all that stuff, please drop it below. If there's enough, uh, if there's enough people that want to hear it, we'll, we'll bring it to you. So uh, make sure you do that. Rate five stars, subscribe, uh, go ahead and review uh, the podcast, comment, and do all that stuff. That all helps in the rankings. It gets this out to more people um, and everything. So that helps me out greatly. But let's jump right into it. Pat Baldwin, uh, the new – Rivals 150, number five overall prospect committed to play for his father at uh, uh, University of Milwaukee. Um, there was a lot of stuff going on there late. Um, Duke was in, in, in the mix kind of the whole time. Uh, there was a little surge there, a lot of smoke around Duke later. Um, but I think it's because the family kept it so close to the vest. Duke kept it so close to the vest moving into late. And, you know, kind of the question was asked if he's going to commit uh, to his dad's program, why not do it early so you can build momentum and getting more players um, and doing all that. But he went ahead, committed to his father. Um, that was where it was expected to be. Um, I, believe, I believe I set my uh, crystal ball a couple of months ago uh, that he was going to be playing uh, for his father um, at uh, Milwaukee. Um, there was some late surge there um, in, uh, for Georgetown as well. I think Georgetown was possibly talking to his dad, trying to hire him on staff was the word going around. Uh, to get uh, Pat Jr. there. Um, but, again, uh, th this will be super, super interesting to see how things play out um, at Milwaukee with Pat Baldwin. He's a top-five guy. Um, you know, he's going into the league uh, where he will far and away be the best player, the highest-rated prospect. And I believe people have shown over the past couple of years that you can go to the NBA out of any conference. You can go to the NBA and be drafted um, out of any level, any conference, and, and multiple paths. Uh, they don't necessarily have to be college basketball. So going to Milwaukee, um, playing for your dad, playing for the guy who's coached you since you were young, groomed your game and all that stuff, um, will, will, will not hurt his NBA aspects at all. Um, it will bring a ton of exposure, I'm sure, to the Milwaukee program. They'll give them TV games. Uh, it'll give them opportunities to play in games that they might not have previously had as well. Um, and I'm sure, too, that, that moving forward now, there's some, there's the, the transfer portal is still full with players. There's still a couple unsigned guys that are out there. 
as well, maybe they'll be able to pull a couple of those guys in. Maybe they'll be able to pull a couple transfers. Maybe they'll be able to pull a couple of, of high school kids as well uh, to, to, to beef up on that talent. But I'm sure that uh, Pat Baldwin Sr.'s phone was hot yesterday uh, trying to get games, trying to get all this stuff, because I believe people do see that this is going to be um, a TV thing. And, um, you know, I, I believe that there will be a lot of, a, a lot of stuff. And, and, you know, heaven forbid if they go, go through and start winning games. You know, if they get to be like 10-1, and one, maybe pull off a high major upset or something like that throughout the, the process, um, you know, you, you're going to see this on Sports Center every night. So kudos to Baldwin for going, you know, uh, going with your family, uh, going to play with dad there. Uh, the late uh, push, I'm sure Duke was there the whole time. Um, you know, and, and um, at the end of the day, the rumor was that Duke passed on him or, or didn't really press on him too much. But who knows what that is. That's just rumors and all that type of stuff. That was not told to me directly from the staff. Um, as the staff told me, they were still pursuing him as, as, as you know, soon as like a, a week or so ago. So um, Pat Baldwin, Milwaukee, top uh, number five overall uh, in the Rivals 150. Uh, but went, went, went to it. That's great. Eager to see how that plays out. Eager to see what the year brings. I'm eager to see how the dad closes out recruiting um, this summer. And then eager to see what the, what, the, what the season brings for them. Also, last night, Ty Ty Washington commits to Kentucky. Ty Ty has been an unbelievable story this year. Uh, 12 months ago, he was ranked outside of the top 100. Um, and he's incrementally moved up since. He, he was in the 60s uh, in an update about nine months ago. And the last update, uh, he was around in the 30s. And now he's number 11. In today's update, Ty Ty Washington is the number 11 overall prospect in the 2021 class. Uh, he jumped from outside the top 100 to number 11, five-star, bonafide five-star. His season that he had at AZ Compass was huge. Um, all he did was win games. All he did was will his team to win games. Um, he's a scoring point guard. He's not a traditional throwback guy that's going to sit there and, and, and pass the ball around and, you know, you know, accumulate 30 assists in a game and do all that stuff. He's a guy who's going to make plays. Um, He's going to take jump shots. He's going to make jump shots. He's a, he's a great shooter, which, which is huge in today's game. Uh, he's not an, an incredibly athletic guy, but he plays with a great pace and good strength. He uses leverage and balance incredibly well when he's changing directions and getting to his spots. Uh, he can pull up on a dime. Uh, he can shoot it from 30 feet. Uh, he wants the ball in crunch time, and his teammates know. He, he's, he's on This AZ Compass team is filled with high-major, mid-major players. They, they had 10-plus high- to mid-major players on the entire roster. And everybody on that team knew Ty Ty Washington is the guy. Everybody on the other team knew Ty Ty Washington is the guy. And he still went for 25 points every night. Um, he's just a guy that, you know, you look at it, and it's not traditional and, and all that. But then at the end of the day, you see wins. You see production. Um, and, and that's what you want in a point guard. He was, he was overall in the conversation for the number one guy in the class at his position. He ended up number three. Uh, behind J.D. Davison at number 10, one spot ahead, going to Alabama. And then uh, Kennedy Chandler at number seven, who will be going to um, Tennessee. So, Ty Ty Washington to Kentucky. Uh, Nolan Hickman decommitted a couple of weeks ago. Um, th th this brings in a guard that's going to be able to play immediately for Kentucky. It brings in a tough-nosed guy, a no-nonsense guy that's going to be good in the locker room as well. Um, he's going to be a leader. Uh, he's going to have eyes on him the day that he, he steps on the – uh, onto the campus, um, you know, and then look for Kentucky to probably still go with one more guard uh, going out. I know Marcus Carr will not be that guy, possibly Severe Wheeler. Um, it sounds like um, there's a lot of smoke around Severe, Severe Wheeler uh, ending up in Kentucky. 
the Georgia transfer. So uh, keep your eyes on that. Ty Ty Washington, number 11 to Kentucky. And then Efton Reed uh, ended up number 25 in the final Rivals 150 2021 class uh, going to LSU. Now, what a peculiar recruitment this was. Uh, he, uh, th- th- this was the second time that he said, I'm definitely committing on this date, and he just didn't uh, without word or reason. Um, he went through the whole process. Uh, the first time he said he was going to commit about a month ago, uh, the two schools were uh, Ohio State and Pittsburgh. Uh, that week, that Monday of that week, Florida State and LSU really, really started to pick up a lot of traction, uh, really, really putting on the pressure and all that type of stuff. Um, to, throughout the process, uh, Efton, is, Efton, Efton is a great kid. Uh, he wouldn't lead anybody on or, or, or pull any fast ones or whatever it would be. Um, like that um, j- just a really good kid and had a hard time telling people no too from my understanding as well committed to multiple schools uh, throughout the process um, saying yeah I'm coming I'm coming I'm coming and then ended up ended up not uh, going to those schools I believe all four of those schools I just mentioned Florida State LSU um, Ohio State and Pittsburgh all thought they were in the driver's seat at one point or another throughout the entire process with Efton uh, ended up going to Will Wade ended up joining his high school teammate. Brandon Murray on that IMG postgrad team with Coach Chad Myers ended up joining him uh, down at, IM, uh, at LSU. Given, a, given quite the tandem, um, Brandon Murray, uh, who we'll mention later, shot maker, six foot five bucket getting shot maker who's got NBA potential uh, from the wing. And then you have Efton Reed, who is an offensive force. I mean, he's a throwback guy. If it was 30 years ago, he'd be a top five player in the class, no brainer. Um, you know, who's a seven foot, seven foot one long and just super skilled with the ball in his hands back to the basket, high post trail three, um, can put on the floor, can really pass the ball, um, and all that type. So, uh, you know, kudos to that. You got Pat Baldwin going to Milwaukee, Efton Reed, LSU, Ty Ty Washington to Kentucky. Those are some big names, all five stars, top 25 guys that committed within this last week, uh, all committed, uh, to, to their programs. Um, we've alluded to it already. But today, we dropped our final 2021 rankings, the Rivals 150. Um, and going through this, we're going to talk about some guys that jumped into five-star rankings. We're going to talk about um, some big four-star jumps. And we're going to talk about guys who entered, uh, newcomers to the top 150, guys who, who are just entering uh, for the first time. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about the five stars, the guys that jumped into five-star rankings. We already talked about Ty Ty Washington from AZ Compass. He was previously number 32. He jumped up to number 11, becoming the number three overall point guard in the class. We talked about his game previously a few minutes ago uh, as to what he is as a player. He's a shot maker. He's a gritty, grimy type of type of winner. He's a guy that you, you're going to throw on the floor, and uh, you're not sure how it's going to produce, but it's going to produce a W, or, or your team's at least going to be in the game. Uh, Big-time shot maker and all that. Dolan Hickman. Wasatch Academy, number 39 uh, in the previous ranking. We bumped him up to number 20. He apparently had a huge week at Iverson last week. Um, he, he had a great season this year at Wasatch Academy. He was really good in the Geico's, really showcased um, explosion, athleticism, long arms, and vision, court vision. Naturally from uh, Seattle, Washington, he just decommitted from Kentucky. Looks like a lot of smoke around him going to Gonzaga, joining Hunter Salas and Nimhard and Chet Holmgren and um, all those guys, uh, probably Drew Timmy, if he comes back, all those guys up there in Gonzaga as they, as they, as they go and try to run it back um, in his home state. Uh, Hickman is, is, a, is a true point guard, can really, really pass the ball, get to his spots quick off the bounce, 
Um, people have said that there's some shades of maybe a Rajon Rondo type of guy uh, in there with the way that he plays. Um, standing 6'1 with the long arms and everything too, but he jumped up from 29 or 39 to 20. Jonas Adu uh, jumped up from number 33 to number 21, the Liberty Heights out of Charlotte, North Carolina, Tennessee signee. Uh, Jonas is seven foot tall. Um, he is just 18 years old, so he's one of the younger players actually on this list. Um, standing at a lengthy seven foot tall, he can step out and shoot the three. He can score on the block with both hands, and he's a high, high level rim protector. Um, he's got loose hips, so he's able to drop um, and move his feet on defense. Um, and there's just a world of upside that's going to come with what Jonas is able to provide um, at Tennessee. Rick Barnes has obviously had a great track record um, with bigs, uh, looking Lamarcus Aldridge, Miles Turner, all those type of guys. He had a great track record of recruiting uh, bigs who, who, who pan out. Jonas Adu is just right in line there, just with a world of upside. At this time last year, he was not ranked at all. Not, 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 not only like Ty Ty was outside of the top 100, he was outside of the top 150. At this time last year, he had an Appalachian State offer. That was it. Fast forward 12 months, he's a five-star. Number 21 in the country, the number two overall center um, in the entire country. Uh, signed with the uh, Tennessee. And again, he has all the tools. He has the footwork. He has the loose hips. He's got the rim protection, the length. He's got the ball skills. He can put it on the floor for a couple of dribbles. He can push the break um, off the rebound. Uh, he plays controlled. He plays composed. He can step out and shoot the three. He can score it on the block over both shoulders. He's really comfortable over his right shoulder. Um, on the block as well, really good passer. Just got all the tools, and, and it's just like a ball of clay right now uh, will be, um, you know, j just, just as he progresses forward uh, toward his not go down that path. But what I am saying is that he is in that same type of archetype of player. He is in that same type of mold uh, with the switchability, the ability to really, really move and block shots, the ability to go, um, you know, to, to switch in the screen and rolls and to guard out there uh, away from the basket, as well as guard uh, on the anterior close to the basket. And, and his body, the, the French national, his body is just oozing upside as it puts on weight and continues to grow. Um, and all that type of stuff, too. Um, he, he just bleeds exactly what – and he's going to Juwan Howard. I mean, you know, what he lacks on offense right now, what he's continuing to improve, because he's not a zero at all on offense right now. You can give him the ball and he'll score buckets. Um, but what he's continuing to improve on offense will only be enhanced by learning from Juwan Howard. I mean, one, one of the best bigs, uh, big man developers out there um, will only continue to get better. So um, those are the four. Ty Ty Washington, number 11. Nolan Hickman, number 20. Jonas Adu, 21. And Musa Diabate, 22, jumping to five-star uh, status. Congratulations, guys. And three big jumpers, three big jumpers in the four-star status. We got Brandon Murray, IMG Academy, uh, LSU signee. We mentioned him earlier. 
as teammates with Efton Reed. Um, jump from 99 to 69. Uh, reason why? We mentioned it earlier. He's got pro upside. Big six foot five, 225 pound uh, wing who can really, really just score the ball. He's got three point range off the catch. He can get downhill to the basket. He can dunk it on your head. Um, plays out in transition. Playing the half court, he can score. Um, in both the transition and half court. He's just oozing, again, with upside. I mean, he came out of a Baltimore poly um, this past year, transferred down to IMG this year, played that big national schedule, and, and, and just showed out. He jumped up to, to number 66, big, strong-bodied wing going to LSU. Uh, and he should have, with, with Cam Thomas moving on and, and that roster turnover down there at LSU, he should have an uh, opportunity to jump right in and get some, uh, you know, get some minutes, get some burn, and show what he's capable of doing there at LSU. Um, Tamar Bates jumped from number 58 to number 30. He, went, he played at IMG's uh, national team, and then he signed with Indiana. Uh, what Tamar showed moving from Kansas down to IMG this year uh, was his ability to make shots and his ability to defend. Um, he's the quintessential right now 3 and D type of wing. He's a guy who can really guard on the perimeter, especially in team defense. He can cut off angles, get into the passing lanes, and do that extraordinarily well. But he can also really space the floor. Uh, his lefty feathery touch off of the jump shot um, really knocks down at a high clip. But he can also put on the floor for one or two dribbles. He can attack a closeout, uh, get to the paint uh, a little bit, get into the mid-range, uh, make, make a jump shot. He can finish all the way at the rim, too. He's got good athleticism, great length. Um, and all that. Going to play for Coach Mike Woodson, again, the quintessential 3 and D guy, floor spacing and defense. That's what the NBA is all about. Mike Woodson coming in with NBA concepts, as we have mentioned many times here before on the podcast. Projecting toward the college basketball, projecting toward the NBA are completely different. The spacing is different. The type of players that they use are different. Obviously, in the NBA, um, you know, there, there's maybe a handful, 10, 12, so game-changing talents. Everybody else is a role player. Um, in the NBA and finding, carving out your niche and knowing exactly, pinpointing who exactly you are in the NBA. Uh, you can be a whole lot more versatile and wide open and stuff in, in college basketball. And you, you know, every team's got a, got a really good player and all this type of stuff as well. So, uh, you know, Tamar Bates fits kind of that exactly pinpointed player that you want in the NBA as a, as, as a uh, floor spacer on offense with the shot. Uh, who can do a couple things, one, two dribbles, uh, get into to his thing, score the ball. And then a, a lockdown type of defensive player, Mike Woodson, bringing NBA concepts to the college game, which we've seen over these past couple of years, Eric Musselman. We've had Nate Oates. We've had um, Mick Cronin. These guys bringing NBA concepts back to the college game. Um, and, and, and Mike Woodson, we would expect with his tenure in the NBA and all that stuff to do the same thing. So tomorrow, Bates, Indiana, there's a chance that he could ask, actually outplay just like um, – we talked about Musa Diabate outplaying number 22, even though he had a, a jump into five stars. There's a chance that even with this 28-position jump to number 30, Tamar Bates could outplay this current ranking as well, going to Indiana. And then Ryan Nimhard jumped from number 105 to number 72, the Montverde point guard who was signed with Creighton. Um, you know, he's the, he's the last of the Nimhard family. Uh, his brother right now is currently at Florida – or, sorry – transfer from Florida to Gonzaga. Uh, again, just like the brothers, he's a consummate point guard. He, he, he's a guy who orchestrates everything on the floor, makes everybody better. He, he, you put five stars around him, and, and, and they win game. He keeps everybody happy. It's hard to keep a lot of five stars happy on the floor together. Nimhard finds the way to do it. He does so in an efficient manner, and he makes everybody better. He, he, he orchestrated Montverde to the national championship again this year. Um, and, and going to a school like Creighton, well, the, well, they will be spacing the floor, spreading things out. He will be able to get into the paint, 
spray that ball around, find the open man, and just score a lot of points, which is what Creighton looks to do. This, this is a great fit for what Nimhard does as a player. Um, and, and, you know, it's just one of those guys that maybe, maybe pro aspects, maybe not, but you look at the cumulative whole as to what he brings to the floor in the college game, and, and his team's going to be better when he is there. Uh, playing. Uh, there's no question about that. Going to a great program with Creighton. Uh, we'll see what McDermott does with him. Uh, surrounded with uh, Mason Miller, John Christophilus also in this class. Uh, some, some bonafide shooters. Nimhard's going to spray it around and keep everybody happy while still being able to score a little bit on his own too. So, um, you know, he jumped from 105 to 72 after being the starting point guard for the national championship winning team. Uh, so there you go. Congrats to those guys. Big jumps in the four-star ranking. Brandon Murray, number 60, uh, 69. Tamar Bates, number 30. Ryan Nimhard, number 72. And now on, let's talk about the guys a little bit. Uh, there's 14 of them, so we're not going to go in depth about them. But let's talk about the guys a little bit who were introduced to the rankings. Guys who were not in the previous rankings, and now they are. Uh, now, now they came in. Coming in at number 149, Robert McCray out of AC Florida High School in Columbia, South Carolina. Explosive wing who will be going to wake forest uh next year number 147 quentin um quentin yobo out of montverde who'll be going to tennessee six uh six seven i know rob casty seen him a couple times this year and came back just raving about how good he is as a player uh, he was inserted into into a, john christophilus whom we mentioned just a, just a minute ago number 139 from oday high school in washington teammates with paolo banchero who will be going with creighton he was for me I watched him two times live this past year. He was, for me, the best in-game shooter that I saw this past season. Um, he, he just made shots. It was unbelievable, uncanny ability to get to his spots and make shots, great balance, um, shot ready at all times and all that. John Christophilus, number 139. 137, P.J. Edwards. P.J. Edwards transferred from uh, uh, Minnesota Prep last year, transferred down to Charlotte, North Carolina this year, Liberty Heights, teammates with Jonas Adu. Um, Six foot four wing. He is a he he is a lockdown. One of the best in the country perimeter defenders. Uh, he can really sit down and guard the basketball, um, and that's what he does at a high level. He's also a forty plus percent three point shooter as well. Um, just a really again we talked about Tamar Bates being the three and D type. Uh, PJ Edwards brings that same type of thing uh, to the floor. Go and play for uh, Johnny Dawkins down at UCF. Uh, three and D guy. Really lockdown defender. Knocks down forty percent plus from three. Uh, Ramon Walker, Shadow Creek, Texas. Sign with Houston, coming in at number 126. At number 125, Marcus Ilver played this past year at Western Reserve in Ohio. Signed with Wisconsin. He played the previous year at Massanutten. He played in a couple of uh, my events that I hosted. Um, Six-foot-eight wing. I mean, he, he shoots it out to 30 feet. He's got unbelievable uh, athleticism. Uh, he'll attack a closeout and dunk on your head. Um, you know, East Bay dunks, and he has the full dunk package um, as well at six-foot-eight. Um, Going out to Wisconsin, it's an unbelievable fit. He should be in line for some early playing time there as well um, that he goes. And he's a guy who could, you know, this was, this was an entry into the, the rankings, so you can't be um, – typically how rankings work, you ease them in. You, you put them in conservative, and then you let them earn their way up. This was his first time in. So uh, he's somebody who could outplay that 125 uh, ranking there, Marcus Silver going to Wisconsin. You got uh, Stefan uh, Todorovic from Prolific Prep going to SMU. Jumping at 123. At 106, you have Kyle Cuffey, Blair Academy, who will be going to uh, Kansas. At number 99, Fanbo Zhang, uh, Windermere Prep in Florida. He will be going to the G League. He was a previous uh, Gonzaga commitment. When Tommy Lloyd left to go to Arizona, he decided that he would just go to the G League uh, straight there. Fanbo Zhang at number 99. Number 88, Devin Carter, uh, Brewster Academy, uh, signed with the University of South Carolina. He's a bucket getter. 
Uh, his dad uh, played in the NBA. His dad is a uh, NBA coach now, a coach in the NBA. Uh, Devin Carter, originally from Miami, Florida, transferred up to Brewster Academy this past year. Uh, he, he's a bona fide bucket getter, six foot four, maybe six foot five. Uh, he can score. He's athletic. He can get downhill to the basket. He can shoot the three. Um, somebody, Frank Martin, I know loves uh, coming in, love the upside. Again, he's got the um, – the NBA lineage, usually those guys take a little bit longer to progress, a little bit longer to, to get into their own. Um, but, you know, here he is, Devin Carter, going to the University of South Carolina at number 88. And then a big jump, we got number 59, Brandon Podzimski, um, going to Illinois out of St. John's, um, St. John's Military uh, up there. Uh, he, um, you know, he, he jumped on the scene really late, kind of this summer. And then took the world by storm. I mean, he took he took recruiting by storm. Twenty plus offers and all that. He ended up at, at Illinois. Um, I have not seen him personally. A couple guys on our staff loved him um, as well. I know um, Russ Woods and Rob Cassidy both spoke incredibly highly of him. Um, Muhammad Gay, number fifty eight, prolific prep, going to Washington State. Uh, you have Brandon Huntley Hatfield, number thirty two, who's going to Scotland or who's going to Tennessee. He played this past year at Scotland campus. Brandon Huntley Hatfield was a 2022 prospect. Tennessee got him to come in the 2021 class. He placed himself uh, – he was number 12, I believe, in 2022. Coming into 2021, he placed himself at number 32 overall, uh, originally from Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee was the home school. They've been favored for a while to get him. Uh, he, frame-wise, has an unbelievable frame, six foot nine, six foot eight, six nine, very strong, well-built, 230 or so pounds. And he's got ball skills. He can put it on the floor. He can shoot it. He can score it. Um, it'll be fun to see what uh, Rick Barnes is able to do this next year with his development of Jonas Adu, having John Fulkerson come back, and then sliding in uh, Brandon Huntley Hatfield, who's got you know the, who's physically ready uh, right now to be able to play. It'll be fun to see what 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 Barnes is able to do with that with that core. And then finally, the highest guy inserted into the rankings, um, Enoch uh, Bakai, out of Ontario, Canada. George Harris School going to Arizona State. Uh, big man. I have not seen him play. Again, Rob Cassidy. Loved him on staff. Uh, he is our director, uh, national director at, at Rivals. So, at number 24, Enoch. So, those are the 14 guys who were not ranked in the previous rankings. We put them in the rankings uh, this past time. Um, Robert McRae, Quentin Iboya, John Christophos, P.J. Edwards, Ramon Walker, Marcus Ilver, Stefan Todorovic, Kyle Cuffey, Fambo Zang, Devin Carter, Brandon Podzimski, Muhammad Gay, Brandon Huntley Hatfield, and Enoch Bakai. Congratulations. Now, moving on here to Big Shots Philadelphia. Loved going up to this event. I got to see a whole uh, slew of new players. That's always exciting for me. While not everything I do is for rivals, um, you know, obviously I, I, I'm, I'm scouting and recruiting and looking at the, the top 150 guys uh, for rivals and getting all the recruiting updates for the high major uh, mid-plus high-major guys. So I'm looking at the elite players for rivals. But for my scouting service, uh, which I send out weekly to um, 100, I believe 190-something uh, coaches are on my, on my list that subscribe, um, I'm filling it out for them. That, that, that's filled with the D2s, D3s, low majors, mid-majors, high majors, everything. Everybody that, that ranks for a college player at every event that I go to makes the scouting report. So, And also, too, I'll talk to guys on, about guys on the podcast, too. So it's always great to go – see some new faces. Um, you know, I've got the Southeast pretty much well uh, understood, South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia. I got some nice uh, stuff in uh, Florida, Georgia as well, um, going into the Maryland area. 
Um, so now I'm able to get up north a little bit. Two, uh, three weeks ago, I was in Pittsburgh. This past weekend, I was in Philadelphia, too. So I'm able to see a lot of these DT, D.C., Maryland, uh, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York uh, guys and players and teams, too. So uh, this past week the, at the Big Shots Philly event, um, it, was, it was good. Let's start with some players. Let's start with some standouts. I'm not going to go into standouts and breakouts and, and all that type of stuff here. We'll start with the standouts. Uh, Khalil uh, uh, playing with Philly Pride. Uh, he goes to Roman Catholic. Um, he is about six foot four, 2022 prospect. Um, just, a gritty, gr- just a gritty, tough player. Um, you know, he, he showed here his ability to make shots. He's always been able to defend. He's always had the willingness to defend, to stick his nose in and make a play. He's always had the willingness um, to rebound uh, very well, you know, for a six foot three wing. Uh, here he made shots. I mean, catch and shoot uh, looks smooth. He shot over 50% from three uh, in the four games that he played en route to the championship. He, uh, he uh, you know, two dribble pull-ups, one dribble pull-up. They got him on some curl stuff. Uh, off of movement with two dribbles uh, from the free throw line, knocked it down. Um, you know, Cole Farmer just had a really, really, really good overall weekend. Um, you know, he carries four offers right now, all of them kind of in the low majorish area. I would not be surprised to see his recruitment jump up, uh, have some mid-majors really jumping on board and falling in love with what he does on the floor, uh, playing for that Philly Pride UAA team uh, this summer. Demetrius Lilly, another guy uh, who uh, – his game really exploded when he lost weight. He is now down to about 240 pounds, uh, standing at 6'8", six, 6'9", six, uh, at 240. He has a huge motor. He just had a passion and a motor for the ball um, during uh, this event. He's got Texas A&M. He's got LaSalle. He's got St. Joe's um, and a few other offers that are in hand. He's just somebody that needs to be seen because even after this event, as I've talked to some, some coaches about him, um, they were not aware. They had not seen him since he lost weight. So coaches being able to get back and put eyes on what he looks like, uh, you know, as a, what, his, what he physically looks like as a player will be huge for him because, as I said, he looks great. He moves great offensively. He was really comfortable with the ball in his hands, attacking the basket. He put it on the floor. He was able to rebound, grab and go type of guy, uh, shot the three ball pretty well. Um, you know, and as he continues to tighten up, as he continues to learn how to play as a six foot eight, six nine, two hundred and forty pounder, as opposed to a two hundred and seventy five, two hundred and eighty pounder, um, as he continues to expand that out, become more light on his feet, and get the footwork down, and and all that type of stuff, he could continue to grow. As I as I mentioned before, the St. Joe's LaSalle, Texas A&M offers are in hand. He plays for Philly Pride. He goes to Lower Marion High School, which is where Kobe Bryant went. Had a great conversation with him about playing for Kobe and all that. Um, you know, he's he's one that. As he's seen this summer, we'll see if they're, we'll see if Lower Marion does this classic stuff. But as he's seen with Philly Pride on the UAA circuit this summer, coaches, coaches at the highest level could very much fall in love with him. He will also be somebody in the conversation possibly um, for uh, entry into the Rivals 150. We'll see. We haven't had those conversations yet, yet um, but he, he will be in the conversation. Next up, El Marco Jackson, a 2023 prospect um, out of – Pennsylvania. He plays for the We Are One 17U team. So he plays up in age. Uh, he was the best player on the floor every game that We Are One played this past uh, weekend. They were undefeated in the event playing uh, showcase games. Um, El Marco is about 6'3", weighs in about 195. Very, very physically put together person. Incredibly fast. Speed for days. Explosion pop for days. Uh, he handles the ball uh, under controlled which is something that could get a little reckless for somebody so big and fast. Uh, but he handles it great control on the ball. He gets to his spots. He knocked down pull-up jump shots. He knocked down threes off the catch. 
He got all the way to the basket. He set up his teammates. Uh, he was comfortable on and off the ball. He was comfortable scoring and distributing. Um, he's just got a world of upside um, there. Uh, world of upside uh, for what El Marco Jackson has. He's going to be in the conversation to bump into the top 50. In the 2023 class for the Rivals 150, um, he's got offers from Cal, Seton Hall, um, Ole Miss, and a few others as well. He's still very well under the radar. Uh, he is not ranked currently um, on our rankings in our top 30 right now for 2023. Um, but uh, he should be uh, moving forward. Uh, schools should recruit him at that level too. As I said, top 50 type of talent in the country. Schools should recruit him at that level um, for what they see uh, moving forward um, as well. There's a ton of light there. It's hard to believe just looking at him, watching him play, that he's only – a 2023 that he's playing up he's playing against guys that are um grades higher than him and and, and dominating him and he, the best player uh, on the floor against shoe circuit teams playing up and all that type of stuff too world of upside with him i can't wait to see what he continues to do and how he continues to grow dylan harper 2024 prospect uh don bosco prep in new jersey plays for the new jersey uh legacy aau team which used to be uh the new jersey players Coach Salmon, I guess, rebranded to the New Jersey Legacy, playing 15U. TJ Robinson is one of his teammates, also uh, one to watch. But Dylan is the son of Ron Harper, five-time NBA champion. Ron Harper Jr., his brother, uh, who is testing the NBA waters right now out of Rutgers. Dylan is a lefty, stands about 6'3", 6'4", about 185 pounds. So he's very well put together. But his feel for the game is unbelievable. Um, you know, he plays at a great pace while the athleticism and pop isn't there yet. And that's going to be ultimately what determines as to how high of a prospect he is. There's a hundred percent that he is already a high major guy. He's already got Rutgers and Georgetown offers. Um, and, and as he continues to grow in his athleticism and grow into his body, again, he's only a freshman as he continues to grow into his body and athleticism, he will continue to grow um, with, with, with his prospect and what type of player that he ends up being um, and his athleticism as well. Already right now, he's able to get to the paint and at will. He's able to blow by his man, put him on his hip, finish through contact. Tons of and ones uh, in this event. Pull up jump shots uh, off of movement. Uh, threes from the corner off the catch. Um, just a full, complete game. Uh, you know, as a six foot three, 185-pound freshman wing. Um, you know, there, there's a ton to see there. Obviously, Georgetown, Rutgers have offered. Uh, you should continue to see more high majors come and play for him as he will probably end up being a nationally um, – a national type guy as well. Finally, Thomas Howe um, out of Pennsylvania. He played with the Philly pride gold team. Um, just, this is the second time I saw him. I saw him last time in Pittsburgh as well. Um, just a tough guy, just a tough, no nonsense kid. Um, he's got a Mount St. Mary's offer. I believe this is the only one. He stands at six, eight, six, nine. Um, he's got pop to his game. He's a great rebounder. He moves his feet on defense. Um, he can guard uh, the ball screen. Very, he can move very well, and he can knock down some shots. I mean, there's a ton to like about him. He's thin. He'll still need to fill out um, his frame. Um, but he's just somebody I haven't been able to mention a lot because he kind of falls, you know, under the radar of, 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 of the gritty guy. But I, I didn't want this podcast to go by without me mentioning him. Thomas, H-A-U-G-H, I think it's Hall, Hoff, Hall, how you pronounce his last name again, Mount St. Mary's offer. More should be on the way. He's another one that should really thrive as – Coaches are able to see him. They're able to see how hard he works, how he's always in the right place, how he comes away with a ton of loose balls. 
um, and all that type of stuff as well. But that was it. Big Shots Philly, shout out to what Kevin Schneider has going there. I know they had an event in Rock Hill, and they had an event in Virginia Beach last week as well. I was up in Philadelphia. I got to see a whole, a whole slew of new faces, which is great for my report. Make sure you check out the report. I'm hopefully finishing it today, if not today, hopefully finishing it tomorrow, and it should be out in your inboxes if you subscribe, if you're one of those 190 coaches who received my emails. Um, who received my report, who subscribed to the report, make sure you check it out uh, tomorrow, this weekend. I believe I'm going to be heading down to Bob Gibbons. Um, I have applied for my credential and all that stuff, so I believe I'll be down at the Bob Gibbons this, this next weekend in Sewanee, Georgia. So make sure you check me out on Twitter, at JamieShaw5, on Instagram, at Jamie underscore Shaw5. Please make sure you go to me, uh, to my feeds on both of those platforms, and subscribe. Also subscribe to my YouTube channel absolute basketball experience with Jamie Shaw. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. It's got coaches, um, coaches clinics, uh, chalk talk type stuff. It's got interviews with players, uh, NBA prospects. It's got NBA uh, or interviews with college coaches and all that. It's got a ton of, um, a ton of mixtapes and highlights of some of the top players from around this region and around the country um, all together. So make sure you go check that out. Absolute basketball space with Jamie Shaw. Please go and subscribe to it right now. Follow me on Instagram, Jamie underscore Shaw five, J A M I E underscore Shaw five. And on Twitter at Jamie Shaw five, J A M I E S H A W five. Make sure that you uh, go check those out. And also here, while you're here, go ahead, please subscribe to whatever to this uh, podcast on whatever platform you listen to make sure you subscribe make sure that you rate me five stars and please leave a comment uh please leave leave a note leave a comment what topic do you want to hear me talk about what do you think about these topics what do you think about what we went through today what do you think about the rivals 150 rankings please let me know in the in the comment section below i would love to to address those and talk with you about them and interact i want this to be as interactive as possible that we can be uh, here with that but thank you guys very much for tuning in we will see you next week until then Jamie Shaw.